Well, hi guys, and welcome back to a new episode of City Jazz, our 13th episode, I think it is. And what a wonderful way to start it with I Thought It Was You by Herbie Hancock, which we'll get back to in a second. Absolutely love Herbie Hancock here, but I'm not going to keep rambling on about him because he seems to be all I talk about at the moment. So going to move, move on from him as quickly as possible before you guys start getting annoyed. So the first topic on the agenda is to talk about what today's episode is. Today's episode is going to be City Jazz's Essential Jazz Album episode. I put this out on the Instagram and made a pretty, pretty cool graphic, if I say so myself. I actually enjoy curating the Instagram at the moment. I'm starting to try and make it seem more professional while still being fun. A sort of mixture between the original, a very frantic releases that I put on the Instagram versus the more modern City Jazz logo based ones that weren't quite the vibe that I really wanted. So I'm trying to find that in between and I think I'm I'm starting to nail it. So let me go know what you guys think. And if you're listening for the first time, make sure to go and listen to our other episodes and to hit us up on the socials, City Jazz Radio on Instagram. I'm Charlie Mace, the host, and yeah, today we're gonna be looking through a playlist that uh, we as a radio show released, which is called City Jazz Essential Albums. And I don't know if any of you guys have listened to it, actually. I'm assuming a few people probably haven't, because, I mean, it's like a 20-something hour playlist. I mean, I can tell you in a minute when I properly look. But it's a, it's a long playlist. I very much doubt that unless you're a big jazz fan and had already heard the albums, that you've heard every song on there, because that would just be impressive. You'd be one of the city jazz stalkers. Um, I don't think there are many of them, although I know I've got one, um, at least, which is quite entertaining. But I won't go into that on the radio show in case in case they're listening. Um, but you know who you are, and maybe stop. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's get straight into the show. And I have some exciting stuff to talk about today. Uh, but we're going to get straight into it with some Herbie Hancock. Maybe He's not on our uh, essential albums place with this album, because uh, this is his album Sunlight, but he is with Herbie Hancock's Headhunters. But we're going to get straight back into our original song, I Thought It Was You, by Herbie Hancock. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Harvey Hancock never ceases to amaze me. I love I Thought It Was You. One of his best songs, in my opinion. Maybe the uh, Sunlight album should be on our City Jazz Essential albums, but uh, then it would have gotten a bit too long. And in the break, I've managed to be able to get back to you guys with the actual length of this album. We've gotten up to 533 songs, consisting of... 37 hours and 28 minutes it's an extensive album so maybe i would not recommend listening to the entire thing unless you unless you have time it's a it's a good playlist with a lot of um albums spanning herbie hancock cassiopeia jam art blakey charlie parker ella fitzgerald Bobby Humphrey, Bill Evans, the list goes on, all the way down to the RH Factor, or even the Ahmad Jamal Trio. It's a great album, and I spent a while curating it, so it'd be good if some people listen to it. But for today, we're going to be taking a look at a few songs from some of the best albums on that playlist. Firstly, though, I'd like to talk about where we are going next with this radio show you know what what's the next step because as i was saying before the show started we've kind of reached our peak you know we've got these big interviews coming in we've got the episodes down to quite a smooth operation although the people that were here before the episode know what it takes to set it up sometimes it's difficult but you know we get there and what is next for city jazz radio well There are three things that I've been considering. The first is something that I'm only just going to advertise now, but I've been talking to other people about, which is getting another host. Uh, Currently, I'm the only host of City Jazz Radio, and I often say we, like I'm not the one doing everything here. But I don't mind doing everything. You know, City Jazz is, is my baby. I look after it and, you know, I enjoy it. But sometimes you need another parent. Uh, to handle other sides of it. And so that's what I'm looking for at the moment. If anyone here is a King student um, and would like to become a City Jazz Radio presenter, then I can start producing two episodes a week um, and we can start pushing City Jazz to new levels. You know, the organisation part will be a little more interesting. We'll be able to get a more interview and fun episode based schedule where each week we might have one episode that's an interview and one episode that's going to be a sort of more relaxed one a bit like this where i'm just chatting and i'm playing you some of my favorite music next up is going to be our new branches of city jazz the first thing i want to organize is an event and I don't really know what that consists of but I think it'd be quite a fun idea I'm thinking of maybe renting the vault for a City Jazz Radio night getting all the KCL radio people to come the KCL Jazz Society and all you guys you can come, that's that's allowed maybe I'll rent somewhere else, maybe not the vault because I think it's hard to get non-KCL members into the vault so I'd have to see but that's, that's kind of one of the next steps that I'd like to take with this radio show and then after that, I've also decided that I want to start a music blog or newspaper or newsletter or what have you. Not a physical copy, uh, but a digital newsletter. 
Or blog. I like the idea of blog more. Just a sort of website where I can get people who are passionate about music writing about music. And I am currently writing an article for the CUJSC or something. How on? How's it go? The Cambridge, either way, it's the Cambridge Union Sports Journalism Society. There we go. We got there eventually. And it made me really think that that's something that Kings doesn't have. Uh, it probably does with sports, but with music. You know, we've got Raw Newspaper, which probably has a music branch, but it's not an entirely music-based thing, so I feel like it will probably get neglected, and that's something I'd like to start. However, I don't want it affiliated with Kings. It's going to be independent, and look, most of my friends are pretty into music. Um, don't know how good writers you guys are, but I don't really care. I feel like, look, I'll be chief editor, publisher, whatever you call it, but I'll pretty much just let anything through. Maybe a few edits there, but I'll pretty much let everything through because the entire purpose of it is to let people who are passionate about music write about music that they're passionate about. And I'm going to talk some more about that after this music because obviously I just ramble and, you know, it gets a bit too much sometimes. So the next song that I'm going to play is from our City Jazz Essential Albums. This album is just a a maestro by Jam, the band. And this is sort of a glimpse into where jazz is going. So this is a sort of jazz rap blend. I would say a lot more emphasis on the jazzy part. I am a massive fan of this song. Like, this is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, It was taken off Spotify and not that long ago, but thankfully it's back and we have the pleasure of being able to listen to it so this is jazzy joint uh featuring jose james uh from the album just a maestro by jam please enjoy guys because i love this song here we go
just how we ripping the flow, we steady kicking it. There's respect, but down the owner, but I steady kicking with. We represent the music and the movement and the doobie. You already know when down the owner crew that came with the world life. That was a jazzy joint and yeah absolutely love that song you can really see the evolution of jazz this is the kind of modern jazz that i can really get behind uh some of that what was it something about like egg or fish in a pancake or whatever it was that weird song i played the other day you know not my kind of music i can't lie but interesting nonetheless which is why i play on the radio show just because i don't like it doesn't mean that you guys won't and you know it was interesting but yeah really really like jazzy joint and love the combination between scatting and rapping and jazz and piano solos and the whole amalgamation of that just comes into one amazing song so yeah but uh for lack of (laughs) just praising that song for half an hour um i want to keep talking about the idea of the website and the blog or whatever you may call it up to you guys i don't have a name for it which is the main thing so i don't know i can't really set up a competition you know best name wins 20 quid because you know i'm a student and I'm not giving out handouts, okay, guys? So don't get greedy. But what I would appreciate is if you guys sent me some suggestions for names. I'm thinking if we can link it to City Jazz in some way, I just don't want it to be jazz-based solely. You know, maybe I'll have sub-pages for different genres. And I'm thinking I could transcribe the interviews that I've done and put those on there. It's a very interesting endeavor to make and i'm quite excited about the prospect of it i think i'm going to start setting up a website quite soon so i'd really appreciate you guys sending me a message in fact send me a few now even and i can have a look at them during the radio show maybe even by the end of the radio show we as a team you and me the listeners and the presenter could come up with a new title for this blog because it's quite an interesting concept and you know you guys are welcome to write for it and i'd very much encourage it 
and I don't need it to take off. I don't need it to be really big. You know, I'd like City Jazz to get bigger, but I don't need this website to get bigger. I think it's more for the pure joy, uh, as Femi Colioso would put it, the pure joy of music and the feelings that that brings to people, you know? Whether you're writing about factually, you know, the history of rock, or if you're writing about I don't know what High Spice's latest song means to you, which, look, I'm assuming probably quite little, but that's just me, so I guess we'll find out. If someone writes an article on that, please, please, I can't wait to, I can't wait to read it, because what, what on earth are you getting out of a High Spice song? Uh, but, you know, write it, prove it to me, and I'd be very interested in hearing that. So make sure, guys, that you are going to, you know, try and contribute to that, because Everyone here is probably a music lover, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this radio show, unless you're just here to support me, um, in which case, thank you. Or if you're here just to listen to my voice, in which case, why, you know, it's a it's an alright voice, but there are better radio shows to listen to, so if it's just for my voice, and just to hear me ramble, then I don't know. Uh, but stay, don't leave, don't leave, please, please don't leave. Oh, I'm desperate. Uh, I'm not desperate, but please don't leave. <laughs> Anyway, next up, we're going to be playing a song that somehow I realised I don't think I've played on this radio show yet. And it's it's a really good jazz song, probably one of the most iconic jazz songs ever. Um, and it's The Girl from Ipanema. I have a long history with this song. I have a playlist, actually, which has every iteration of The Girl from Ipanema that I know, including Amy Winehouse, Dan Getz loads and maybe at one point i'll do a special episode just on the girl from ipanema tributes but for now we're going to be listening to the gets gilberto version from the gets gilberto album and this is the girl from ipanema by stan gets and joao gilberto so here you go you guys all know this song already but i hope that you guys enjoy it just as much for the millionth time here we go
so that was uh, the girl from Ipanema, Lotulanta. Sorry about that, guys. And yeah, an iconic album, uh, listed as one of the all-time all-time greats. Uh, and Sanget's one of the all-time great saxophonists. And he his nickname was The Sound, and you can really see why, because you know, he just really epitomizes that sort of smooth samba sound that is so integral to Latin jazz. And yeah, really love that song, really love that. And if I pull up now my uh, Girl from Ipanema playlist, I can read out to you, if I can even find it. Uh, maybe, maybe I can't. <laughs> maybe I can't find it. Give me a second. Here we go. I found it. Not too hard. So we, we've got so many covers. So there's uh, the girl from Ipanema, Stan Getz. The girl from Ipanema, Antonio Carlos Rubin, uh with Frank Sinatra. There's the girl from Ipanema, Amy Winehouse, Nat King Cole, Lisa Ono, Arthur Kitt. Sammy Davis Jr. and Calvin Basie, Astrid Gilberto, Oscar Peterson Trio, Charlie Bird, Paula Sergio, and the most interesting one, to me at least, maybe not the most interesting one, I really like Amy Winehouse's version, uh, there's a little hint, but the one that I find really interesting is the Funk Mammoth version um, from the album Estas South. And I think I'm just going to play it because I can't really describe it to you guys. And it's a really interesting interpretation of the song. So this is the Funk Mammoth version. And let me know what you guys think um, because it's very interesting. Uh, sort of a almost DNB version, not quite DNB, but definitely edited almost dance music. So yeah, take a listen. That's the 
funk mammoth version of Girlfriend from Ipanema. Just titled Ipanema. Quite aptly. And yeah, really love that. Very interesting interpretation of the song there. And so I was looking for you guys at upcoming concerts. And we have a fair few. We've got some no-name, uh, some Laufey. Uh, there's some very good stuff coming up. Some Boney M as well, which is very interesting. But when I was looking it up, I was very surprised by the appearance of Girls Aloud and Jason Derulo in the list of upcoming jazz concerts. So you heard it here first, guys. Jason Derulo is officially jazz. Now, what that means for our playlists on this radio show... I don't think they'll be changing that much. I'm not going to be putting any Jason Derulo in our jazz players or play him on this radio show. But, you know, apparently he's jazz now, guys. So make sure, you know, respect respect the Jason Derulo music uh, and the creativity and the... You know what, actually, I don't know why I'm taking the mic. I love Jason Derulo's music. Uh, he, makes good, he makes good music. Trumpets as well. See, a jazz reference. I mean, trumpets aren't inherently jazz, but, you know... They lend themselves to jazz, so... Yeah. Jason Tarillo is now jazz. You heard it here. This is the, the, the jazz news of the century. It's crazy. But yeah, so we got some no-name concerts. Some Boney M. Boney M are playing Canary Wharf, which is quite interesting. Uh, but I'd quite like to go and see them, actually. As long as they don't play their awful Christmas song. Uh, I don't think I really like that one. I can't remember how it goes. Uh... Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember it now. But that, that is, as long as I don't play that, I'll go and listen to some Boney M. I quite like them. Uh, but yeah, and No Name as well. I mean, uh, we're fans of No Name on this show, very much so. And make sure that you guys are going to jazz concerts. They're, they're always on at the Jazz Cafe. And I, although we no longer have our um, partnership, I'm going to keep recommending you guys to go to Jazz Cafe. It's a great place. Uh, on top of that, the Blues Kitchen as well, Ronnie Scott, all of these places, even sometimes, sometimes, Coco have some jazz stuff on. But how much do you really want to go to Coco? You know, it's Coco. Um, but, you know, I mean, look, Coco, if you're listening, I'll take I'll take a partnership. Uh, I don't mind. You know, if I get free Coco tickets, I'll go. I'll go still. So, yeah. Uh, but make sure you guys are going to listen to these jazz things because it's one thing to listen to jazz on the radio and it's such another thing to go and listen to it live. The atmosphere is amazing. And look, I don't really go to smooth jazz concerts because for me it's very... That's not the vibe that I'm looking for. I'm looking for the vibe where everyone can sort of funk together, you know? When I went to see Herbie Hancock's Headhunters, that was a concert amazing and everyone there was having such a great time same with the Ezra Collective really getting people up and dancing you know people don't associate jazz music with I mean maybe with slow dancing sure but with proper dancing and having fun and letting loose do people really associate jazz with that I don't really think so and it's something that needs to be tackled because jazz is something that people can really let loose to I've witnessed it many times at these concerts, but if you guys haven't seen it, then you're missing out. You really are. So make sure that you guys are going to some of these concerts because they'll be great. I mean, No Name, no Name has a quite interesting history. Um, so I don't know how much I'd want to go to an actual concert, um, mainly because of sorts of political ideologies that she 
subscribes to. But either way, you know, could be a good concert to go to. <laughs> I don't really know. But next up, I'm going to play a song from the greatest jazz concert on earth. I know. It's an album entitled that. And it's an album that has the likes of Oscar Peterson, Duke Ellington, Ella Fitzgerald, uh, T-Bone Walker, Coleman Hawkins. It's an amazing album from a live concert, uh, which was apparently, and I kind of agree, the greatest jazz concert ever. So this is a song quite famous uh, called Take the A-Train, and it's performed live by Oscar Peterson and Duke Ellington. So here you go, guys. Uh, This is Take the A-Train Live. Thank you. 
Oscar Peterson's talent on piano is unparalleled. Wow. So that was Take the A-Train live from the greatest jazz concert on earth. And yeah, might have to agree with them there, to be honest. I mean, such big names. It's amazing. And talking of big names, we are yet to discuss the Grammys. So, obviously, I'm not... The Grammys aren't really the place for jazz musicians that much. You know, they tend to get overlooked, which is kind of sad. Uh, But I guess popularity is what gets you awards, which is also fair, I think. Uh, As talented as you can be, if you're not making music that a lot of people like, then you're not going to get nominated for these kinds of awards. So fair enough, fair enough. Um, Obviously, so John Batiste was nominated he's a jazz artist well jazz and r&b you know we like john batiste and his outfit was pretty interesting i'm not gonna sit here and go through the outfits from the grammys that's not that's not the kind of show this is uh but i what i will say is that Corey henry went and i loved his outfit he looked really dapper in a sort of black suit with a turtleneck looked great actually uh, John Batiste, maybe not so much, but yeah, not going to go through the outfits because <laughs> I think there's probably another KCL show for that. I don't know what his name is, but look into it. I don't know if you're really interested. But yeah, so John Batiste was nominated for Best Album of the Year, which was great. A jazz album nominated for Best Album of the Year, kind of jazz at least. But no, uh, goddamn Taylor Swift won it. Of course she did. Yeah, great. Um which is very interesting and when I say interesting everyone knows what the subtext to that is so I don't really need to explain myself too much but anyway either way John Batiste was nominated for um greatest album of the year well not greatest album of the year best album of the year which you know is all right um I'm not the biggest John Batiste fan but I quite enjoy his music you know um and yeah so he was uh He was nominated for his World Music Radio album, and it's kind of good. And there's some good rappers on there, Uh, some good, like, features. Lil Wayne, Jid. Um, But, you know, it's not my favourite stuff. Lana Del Rey's on there for fans of her. Uh, I've been kind of converted. Uh, My mate Max, he converted me recently just by showing me that she'd done a song with Kendrick which was quite interesting because they're very conflicting genres but yeah so maybe I'm a bit more of a Lon Del Rey fan but yeah world music radio maybe not a very big fan um and I'm not gonna play a song from it because I'm not just gonna play into John Batiste just because he won or was nominated or something yeah he didn't even win like come on I'm not gonna play him he didn't even win so instead, we're going to keep it going with some actual winners, uh, some of City Jazz's essential albums, and who is more essential than Roy Hargrove? This is Strasbourg St. Dennis by Roy Hargrove, the late and great. Hope you guys enjoy. This is from his album, Air Food. Thank you. 
one of the greatest trumpeters of recent times sadly passed away not too long ago but also the founder of the rh factor roy hargrove make sure to check him out ear food on our essential albums playlist an absolute banger of an album guys love it can't get enough of the album um really creative and gave a new vitalization to the world of jazz uh that was quite classical actually and i really like that and next up i want to talk about the american songwriter song contest why do i want to talk about that sounds a bit weird it's american huh but i don't think you have to be american to join and they just added interestingly a new category jazz so yeah guys you can now officially enter the american songwriter song contest uh with a jazz song which is very exciting because first of all it will introduce us to a load new uh jazz musicians because they often release that music and it gets noticed by like very famous and prominent musicians who then publicize it or record labels and yeah it's really great and you know the songwriters among us i know i know that there's a few at least um at least one 100 uh <laughs> make sure you get on that guys because you know there's a 10 grand up for grabs major label and a and r mentorship you know and you get a feature in american songwriter which i don't know how much i care about that part but you know it's a very good uh good contest to enter i don't know if you have to be american or not to enter so maybe worth checking out but yeah any jazz musicians among us i know a couple uh maybe less songwriters more just players but maybe could be an interesting challenge for you guys so that's quite interesting for you guys to get behind and yeah definitely with the new category jazz i'm loving that for the final part of this show i've got a sort of fun little segment to do um which is the fact that kcl radio have released uh some new jingles and they're awful they're really awful some of them are better than others though so i'm kind of interested in seeing what you guys think and playing these jingles so i'm gonna turn this up and pause that music actually oops um some star maker by Roy Hargrove. and we're gonna have a listen to some of these kcl jingles what do you guys think this is part of the energy series i don't know what that means like that's some sort of important thing and then they're all titled words like ritzy or spiral or fab or brooklyn like that means anything i don't really know but let's have a listen to some of them and you guys can tell me what you think i think there are some jazz ones so we're gonna have to have a look but this one i think is called a boost uh it's loading maybe i should have done this in advance but i thought it'd be a fun segment if this doesn't work i can just play out of my phone into the speaker which might be what we have to do yeah that doesn't seem like it's loading so never mind uh, i'm gonna play them out of my phone because <laughs> i think it's funny like why why they're all awful as well which is the funniest part to me um so yeah anyway here is uh one of the energy ones called ritzy like that means anything what does ritzy mean anyway here you go uh let me know what you guys think like it's not awful but it's just like it's not it's not good is it uh 
What's this one? Boost. Here you go. What do you think of this? Like, is this really what KCL funds, our radio funds, are going towards? Like, there's so much. I'm gonna run next year for president because this. Listen to this. Like, what is this really where our money's going? No one uses it as well, because who does those sort of segments? We're not. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But it's very interesting because do they really think that this is worth putting money into? Pop series. What's this one? Classic series. Oh, gotta love the classic series, guys. Can't get enough of that. Where's this? Let's have a listen. Yeah, it's not even like... Like, if I were to... If you told me to make a jingle, I could instantly make a better one of that. Like, where'd it go? KCL Radio. Like, what? What is going on there? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, sorry to criticise KCL Radio. I know I'm broadcasting from it, but what the hell? Come on, guys. Pick it up. What about the pop series? We've got, we got a saxophone one. Could be good for city jazz. What will we think? Oh, no. It's awful. Yeah. Who could have thought? It's awful. Great. So, <laughs> this is where our money's going. I get, bet you that costs like 150 quid or something. There's like 80 jingles on there. Who recorded that as well? Who came up with those? Because they're, they're horrific. Anyway, I thought that'd be a fun little segment to go through with you guys. Just to show you, like, the things I'm struggling with here. First of all, studio is pretty technical. It takes me a while to set things up. Second of all, where are KCL putting their money? Not KCL, KCL Radio, because where are we putting our money? Like, into jingles? Is that really, is that really what we need right now? You know, like, we get listeners, but how many people are listening right now? I mean, I could look, but I can't really be bothered to. I'm going to assume like 10, maybe. Because I only get about 10 listeners in life. I get a lot more on Spotify. But how am I only getting 10 listeners? And we're not broadcasting into the... Uh, Shack anymore? I don't know. I should stop criticizing KCR Radio because they'll kick me off air. But it's true. It's true. Um, anyway, so I'm gonna play one more song and then I'll have a quick chat, say goodbye, and we'll get back to one more song before the end, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so next song that I'm going to play is also from the Essentials album playlist. Obviously, make sure to go check that out, guys. And this is um, Learning the Blues by Frank Sinatra and Count Basie. Here you go. The tables are empty. Dance floor is deserted. You play the same love song. Like a hundred times you've heard it That's the beginning Just one of the clues You had your first lesson In learning the blues The cigarettes you light One after another won't help you forget her 
And the way that you love her You're only burning A torch you can't lose But you're on the right track For learning the blues When you're at home alone The blues will taunt you constantly When you're out in a crowd The blues will haunt your memory The nights when you don't sleep The whole night you're crying But you can't forget her Soon you even stop trying You'll walk the floor And run down your shoes When you feel your heart break You're learning the blues So guys, that was uh, Learning the Blues by Frank Sinatra and Count Basie. And yeah, so finally... Just to sort of sign off, I want to reiterate the fact that I'm going to start a music blog uh, or newspaper or whatever you want to call it. Sort of just a website for people to get their ramblings down. You know, I mean, I ramble a lot. I'll probably have like 10 articles written down there by the end of a week or something. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, But hopefully it won't take away from the time that I'm doing with City Jazz Radio. Maybe I'll put a City Jazz Radio logo on there somehow. Uh, but it's a very interesting concept and I really like the idea of it. Uh, I'll probably post it on my LinkedIn as well. Make sure to follow me on LinkedIn guys as well. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't go follow me on LinkedIn. Why not? Uh, Charlie Mace. But I don't know why you'd want to do that. I just thought it was funny to plug. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, um, that would be really interesting for me. I mean, that would be another big step. You know, I'm trying to do a lot more super curricular stuff because i find it really interesting you know like writing articles like the one i'm doing for c-u-s-j-s which i finally got right and yeah so make sure to contact me especially if you have an idea for a name as well or if you have an idea for an article um or just write the article and send it to me i'll get it published on the website and yeah really exciting times guys and Next up, to finish off this excellent Essential Albums episode, is Night Train uh, by the Oscar Peterson Trio. One of the most iconic jazz songs ever. Oscar Peterson, so talented. We heard him already in uh, the greatest jazz concert on earth. And yeah, so here we go. Night Train by the Oscar Peterson Trio. Have such a great week, guys. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I've been Charlie Mace hosting City Jazz Radio. We've had quite a fun episode today, looking at those jingles and just chatting about random stuff, to be honest. But we're taking everything in an exciting direction, and it will be very fun to see you guys next week for our Tom Mish episode, uh, where I will be having a special guest. You know him, I know him, and I don't need to mention his name because then it takes away from the specialty of him being a guest because he's not really that special at all. Anyway, see you guys next week. Night Train by the Oscar Peterson Trio. Signing off. Bye. <laughs>